Hey, everybody, welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today for this episode. I'm your host, Craig Henson, and I'm joined today by Outreach Pastor Jason Callahan. What's up? And Executive Pastor Brian Cox. Hello, everyone. How's everybody doing today? Everybody good? I'm good. Feeling good, Craig. Feeling good, yep. That's good. Uh, yeah. Rainy, downpour morning, but skies are clearing. Oh, yeah. Better days are coming. I had All a guy tell stuff. me this morning, he was asking me if, I, if we were still meeting at the church, and I said, yep. He said, you got your boat? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yes, yeah, pontoon coming in. Yeah, I pretty much needed one on 153 this morning, so. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Hey, so y'all, we're in this series called Gardens, and we're talking about how we can get our life rooted in Jesus. And uh, in the first session, we talked about finances, and then Sunday, Brian, you talked with us about rooting our mental health Mm -hmm. in Jesus, and uh, that was quite an experience. Yeah, it was quite a week, I'll have to say. (laughs) We, We experienced a lot of mental challenges last week which it seems to happen when you talk about it but um it really um worked in my favor i think to kind of actually practice what i'm preaching you know what is it what does the mind look like what what does it look to be healthy you know the to see the what i talked about sunday the epidemic of what's happening in our country and in our world I think we talked about 43 million Americans are having issues mentally every day mm-hmm. and they're not being treated. I think the one that really stuck out for me was the um, 1.7 million youth yeah. that have uh, mental, what they call episodes like suicidal thinking, depression, mm-hmm. anxiety. I mean, this is our kids. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that in my children. They've had to deal, especially through the pandemic, you know. Just the the level of anxiety, I can't imagine what that's done to them. And it really it really woke me up, you know, as the church, maybe we need to be paying attention. I think we tend to – you don't hear it talked about much in church, the mental health Mm-mm. or the mind. Yeah. And I think that's – we need to pay attention to that and, and understand that this is a serious issue for a lot of well, – for all of us, really. Um, I know – you know, I've had to deal with it in my past, and and you know, you tend to be the tough guy. You know, you know that's the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, if you had a yeah. if you had a mental problem, you just need to go deal with it and leave everybody alone. Mm. And uh, but I think that's a mistake. I think it when you when I saw so many like these uh, TikTok stars and YouTube stars and and mm-hmm. actors just deciding to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, why? I mean, you would think they had it all. Right. And that kind of leads an example to a lot of other kids, and then you just start seeing that happen. So for me, Sunday was really a wake-up call to help us uh, pay attention to the signs, pay attention to how we can get help. And then, you know, ultimately, Hmm. we need Jesus in the middle. We need the, the Bible and the Scripture that gives us a lot of insight on how to deal with our mind. And... You know, that's what, you know, my motivation Sunday is how can I help? Sure. It's, it's a very little thing to do one message. There's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be a series for sure. Yeah. One of the questions that I had from the jump is that, and and maybe this is because I grew up in, you know, conservative type churches, is that is it worse now? Because it, it is an epidemic now. Mental mm-hmm. health issues is an ep- epidemic. But has it always been that way, but we just swept it under the rug before it? didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. I know that, you know, on my dad's side, my grandmother and her sister both had mental health issues mm-hmm. that kind of they dealt with, but not really. Mm-hmm. And and I think especially in the church, it was just like, look, look at, you know, grow up a little bit or just deal with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, so I think there is more, but maybe it's kind of always been there. Well, I, I've had conversations with, um, for privacy reasons, just with, with people really close to me mm-hmm. and people that I would have never thought mm-hmm. would have had any kind of conversation with me about that or even had dealt with that. And 
stories of like they're twice my age, you know, um, said, yeah, I remember driving home from just work or whatever and I'm exhausted. I'm done mentally and everything. And I, I was fighting my hand from just run running into a tree and because I was expressing my, my issues and my thoughts mm-hmm. and my things. And, and they told me that. And I was like, so you deal with this? And they said on the daily, on the daily. And, um, it just, it hit me. I do think to, to answer your not question, but to go off of your statement. Yeah. I think it's always been there. I don't think that, I mean, way back in the day, whatever year that day is, you know, right. It, it is a more tough love. Um, ah, you know, my grandpa would do that all the time. Ah, you know, or, yeah. ah, you'll be all right. You know, or, you know, whatever. Uh, I do think it was a, a tough love, but I do think it was still there. I don't think, um, I think now there's more openings, if that makes any sense to doors that allow that in. Yes. Um, whether it be fear or, you know, pandemic for, you mm-hmm. know, I, to go to off your numbers, I had several people say, they would dare say that it's more than what you were saying mm-hmm. because oh, that's sure. probably numbers yeah. pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that for a fact, but um, so yeah, I think there's more stuff now. For me, it's a uh, I struggle with it, and I, I'm not I don't hide that anymore. Like from the stage, I'm vulnerable about. Hey, I have this is an everyday battle for me, every single day. There's voices, there's things. I mean, and it didn't ramp up until I was older, and when I was a kid had no issues whatsoever i was a kid whatever teenager not a bad not Mm -hmm. bad i just sinned (laughs) you know what i mean it wasn't it wasn't and when i got into my 20s uh 20s to now i'm almost 40 like 30s was it, it started building up building up building up and i don't know why that is but as i took on pastoral roles too it's like it was another level because it's like you can't tell them that you're the yeah. one that's supposed to be close to God. <laughs> yeah. I know that's not true, but it's yeah, like. I, I think that's part of what might have helped bring it on with you is that, you know, performing and yeah. and all that level of Every, accountability all eyes are on and, me. Yeah. And, and everything's looking at you to be perfect. And it comes with, with pastors. You know, yeah. we've seen a lot of that happen this past few years. Sure. Yeah. Guys taking their lives. It just I lost a dear friend. He was a pastor, author from California and Nashville. Yeah. I looked up to him. He was a mentor of mine and we talked on the phone. Um and I'll never forget seeing it was when uh, on the social media post. And uh yeah, I was like there's no way. And so I reached out to his wife and I couldn't get a hold of her. And I mean it devastated me. It it was like one of those things like here here's where the the mental things are. It was he it's not that he had it all. Like, or he was the best. It was like, he was so close to God mm-hmm. in a way that, man, it was just so evident that he was in love with Jesus, love with his family. He was um, like, I mean, he knew the Bible inside and out. He knew, I mean, he just, he knew Jesus. How could he do this? Like, what could have been going on in his head? Or what, if he can't do it, then there's no way I can do this. That's where my mental state goes. You know, I look at all these people yeah. that I look up to and stuff. And according to his wife, it was more or less he thought that he would never be good enough. There was always someone else that could lead their family well. That was the lie that was told to him over mm, and yeah. over and over and over. And and so it just this it, if I can be frank, I mean this sucks. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. It really does because it's um it's a never-ending ordeal. There's not like I know there's medicine, you know. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I take medication for it. It's very low, but it's mm-hmm. it helps yeah. me just focus and, and and know the right <laughs> right thoughts a lot of times. But that still is sometimes not enough, and I have to um, just plead the blood of Jesus and remember who I am and um, whose I am, and then just. Uh, honestly, like I, I, a lot of times I will, I will pray out loud and sometimes scream out loud just to get, get, get me, I guess, to rattled enough to go, yeah. 
you know the truth, Jason. You know the truth. Yeah. But I didn't mean to go off of that tangent. It's no, just I do no. think that it's it was back then, but it was there's tons of shame that came with it for sure. So now you're av- that's available to you is going. Mm-hmm. There's no shame in this because yes. it is so widespread, and you do need help, and you need to know that it's okay to to go to counseling. Like a lot of yeah. a lot yeah. of dudes and men, they're like, I'm too. I'm too manly to go to counseling for this or whatever, but I'll handle that myself. No, not necessarily. It would be too late. And you're either going to ruin your marriage, ruin your kids or ruin your life. If you don't mm-hmm. hone in on this is an issue and I need, I just need to talk through it with somebody, you know, yeah. our, our mentor from afar, Andy Stanley. Yeah. He yeah. says that all of us that are in full-time vocational ministry should be in counseling. Yeah. 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 Of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess talking it out really makes a huge difference, and you know I think it's good we're talking about this, Chase. I'm I'm happy you're sharing that. I think <laughs> I think that's the problem when you don't talk about it, yeah. when you don't yeah. share it, and you know it's it's a for me I'm learning that I've always thought I was a little mental. I guess <laughs> I guess yeah. I can say that. Yeah, and I, I shared a story Sunday about what some of my issues have been, but. Um, just realizing it is a, it's it's not it's a physical thing too. It's not it's not just some pie or pie in the sky. I don't know why I'm calling it that, but this right. little, little imaginary thing that's happening. It's actually really happening to you. Mm-hmm. That your brain is doing things physically, mm-hmm. and it's like your body. If I'm overweight, I need to eat better. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's the same principle with your mind. And I don't think we take care of it enough. I mean, Sunday, I could just see everybody out there just looking at me like, well, I don't take care of my mind, basically. I don't think about what goes in my mind. I don't really. Well, it's not on their radar. No, it's it's like, yeah. it, it's not. And that's what I've learned. I've, what I've learned through this, what I've learned the last few years is how important scripture's got to be in my, in my life. Mm-hmm. How important positive people have to be in my life. How important golf is in my life because I need yes I need that friendship that it's a it's a it's part of being healthy for me and and I think we need to help people know how to do that as a church you know, you know there's so many layers to this and like when I was coming up in the church we wanted it to only be a spiritual issue mm-hmm. but sometimes it's a chemical issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's a physical issue, um, and we just we wanted to make it all about you know. Well, it's just because your relationship with Jesus isn't strong enough. It, it's not that simple, and sometimes it's about trauma in our life. Mm-hmm. And I love the way that you started the message Sunday, Brian, with the story of that traumatic event in your life. <laughs> yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm looking around the room and I can see everybody goes to a place in their childhood. Like I felt yeah. like everybody in the room went to a place mm-hmm. in their childhood where they a, a moment that they could relate to, like that that thing that happened to me, it changed my life yeah. forever. And look at we we believe with all of our heart that that it's all forgiven uh, at the cross and and through the resurrection, but this stuff still happened to us, mm-hmm. yeah. and we can't deny it. Mm-hmm. And if we do, we're we're headed to a crisis. Yeah, I'd never shared that story. Um, I don't know why. I don't know. I guess God wanted me to wait till now. But, you know, I, I don't even think my brother and them knew that mentally what I went through as a kid, you know, with 50 stitches in his face. That's crazy. And people basically not wanting to be around you or even, you know, sitting at a lunch table by yourself as a fourth grader because they called you ugly. Mm-hmm. What that did for me mm-hmm. and... I think I'd kind of forgotten about it, hmm. you know, but I look back and then it reminded me, I see a fourth grader, I see a, one of our teens and I'm thinking, what are they going through? What, what, are, what is, it makes me really sad to think about it. You know, I think about my kids, you know, what are they struggling with? And, you know, my mom just helped me through it. You know, I don't even know if she knew yeah. as much, but, um, just teaching me early that how how much God plays into my mental health, and um, 
learning and, and just all the Norman Vincent Peale books you gave me. Many of you were talking about the other day. I don't know if you know who he is. Oh, yeah. Chase might not know, but he's a positive thinker, positive <laughs> Christian thinker. And he wrote these books and they were like little pamphlets and it was full of nothing but positive stuff. And I, she give them to me all the time. I constantly read those. Cool. I look back on that. And I think maybe that, you know, that really helped develop me, hmm. change my thinking of myself that, you know, yeah, maybe I'm scarred. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've been hurt, mm-hmm. but that's not who I am. All right. That's and uh, and I think the the repetition of that for me really helped me. And I don't think people have gotten that help. That's why a lot of people are the way they are. Mm-hmm. They're not dealing with it, or you know, they're not talking about it. You know, they're not. They don't think they should. Yeah. Um. And I, I just realized, you know, how widespread the mental problem is for for every one of us you know and that i I actually enjoyed teaching this it really helped liberate me in a lot of ways you know to kind of figure out what god was saying to me and i'm not gonna lie man i've been in a really low place the last couple weeks yeah i mean really Brenda looked at me last night. She said, you okay? You looked exhausted. I said, well, I think I am mentally. Yeah. And and then I had to go back and then start remembering what important scripture and praying. And then, you know, but it, it's, it's been a really incredible thing to, to hear people's comments. I've talked to some people and they text me and stuff like this just to that they had dealt with things and they're having to figure out how to deal with it and how they're putting into practice some things we talked about. Yeah. And it's been, it's been encouraging. I, uh, I said this in staff meeting, but when we all were going through the garden series, who was speaking on what or whatever, mm-hmm. I actually had mental health because I thought I was like, I struggle with this. I'll be, I'll be the guy. But then when some days got mixed up and mm-hmm. it actually landed on you, I thought, this is this is either going to be really awesome or it's going to be really bad. <laughs> like yeah. he don't look like he has any mental issues. Well, uh, and but it for what it did yeah. for me was yeah. you your passion for this over the last I would say three weeks even yeah. has been eye opening for me because it feels so good for another pastor. Not that other pastors on staff didn't think anything about it, but <clears throat> to hear someone else speak up about it. And go. This is an issue, and mm-hmm. it's it's not okay. Like we we've got to bring reminders and stuff. It it lifted me up in a different way of, like it took weight off my shoulders of like okay I don't have to be the guy that talks right, about right. mental health all the time because he's the only one that struggles with it. You know that's yeah. what those voices told me in my yeah. head. <laughs> was yeah. like yeah. here at this church you're you're the guy that's only going to that's your issue, yeah. but to hear you and have passion about it that that made me feel yeah even good as a pastor. Yeah, it was definitely, I felt like definitely meant for me to do this. For you sure. Know. You did a great job. So the, the basis of the series is that rooting your life in Jesus will make your life better and make you better at life. And then Brian, you said rooting your mind in Jesus mm. will make your life better. I love that. And make you better at life. Yeah, I just focused it a little bit, you know, just to kind of, yeah. so we could talk about the mind and, because we don't, I said this the other day. I've been working on this little saying. Um, think about what you're thinking about. And when you think about what you're thinking about, you'll know what you're thinking about. <laughs> you said that Sunday, and I went, one more time, buddy. Yeah, it, it, oh, hold it, on. Wait. <laughs> wait a second. Uh, <laughs> okay. Everybody was like, I looked out in the audience, and they went, you can almost hear it go, Hmm. Yeah. At the same time. I've seen people uh, post it on their social media since. Yeah, oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Man. Let me say it one more time. Yeah. Think about what you're thinking about. And when you think about what you're thinking about, then you'll know what you're thinking about. <laughs> it's a true statement. It, 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 just, yeah. it takes me a minute to like, did he just repeat himself? Like, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome though. Yeah. I really and, like it. And then I love the 22nd oh, experiment. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially for those of us that are involved in service programming, like we don't want any dead air. Like, no. like we're, freaks us out right and so you made us sit in silence for 20 seconds and you know what i'm i'm sitting there you know what i was thinking about what was you thinking? 
I wonder what the people are thinking about. I wonder how this is working in the service. I wonder yeah, how this right. is landing in the service, you know? And Was I'm like, that a good call? I, Should we do that? What am yeah. I thinking about here, you know? <laughs> well, if you knew what you're thinking about, then you're, <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you need to know what you're thinking about. Uh, for me, that time was really, really weird. Um, but I think I, I loved it. Yeah. They, they were all looking at me like I lost my mind. That's what was fun. Do you know there's, yeah. there's actually conferences that center around that one thought? And it says, make room for... I can't remember how they put it, but like not dead time, but make room for the quiet. Because a lot of times that's when God will do his most work, was when you're awkwardly quiet. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, yeah me too. I absolutely hate it. Not that. That's why I had bad, to put a countdown but, on the screen. Yeah. If I just said, we're going to be quiet for 20 seconds. It would have um, seemed even longer. Yeah. And that I, was insane. It was, um, you could actually almost see the minds working. I mean, people were, some of them were just like, didn't want to think. And I don't want to think about it. I just came to church. Don't make me think. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I've done it before in an exercise where it's five minutes. Oh, my gosh. No joke. Five minutes. I don't remember. It was at a camp or something. We did it. Five? Five minutes. And the whole point was um, something about not to, your mind, you have to train your mind to rest and and it was just like yeah. showing you that even in a quiet, okay, you don't have to do anything. Close your eyes. It's fine. Close your eyes. And for five minutes, it was dead silence. And when you, when we came back, like it hurt. Like it physically, when, when I tried to talk, it was just like, oh, because you didn't. You weren't supposed to think about anything, but you did. That's yeah. all you thought about was why are we doing this? This is stupid. This hurts. And then you go back to a, a flashback of something stupid or you one, mm -hmm. wonder what my wife is doing right now. I wonder if her kids, if the kids are okay. Like, mm -hmm. And all of this started playing. I mean, your mind is powerful. And I think that's why Scripture alludes to it. Mm-hmm. Like that, I don't know if I'm getting ahead, but like no, you're good. renewing of the mind. I, right. I've used that verse a lot in my older years. Like, I have to have a renewing of the mind almost daily. Like Every hour. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> I gosh, I got to have that. But it's a very powerful tool. 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 Yeah, I mean, Romans 12, <laughs> 1 and 2. And, and when he's writing it, I don't think, you know, Paul's thinking this way. But he kind of encapsulated right there what it what it takes to follow Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, in, in two, in what we call two verses, he's like, if you're, if you're going to have any success at this at all, you have to do this. Mm -hmm. And the quiet is a big thing for me. And it's, it's a discipline that I'm trying to build into my life because I, I, I don't really allow quiet in my life, even in the car. Like it's a podcast or it's worship music. Yeah. It, it's good stuff a mm -hmm. lot of times, mm -hmm. but sometimes I'm learning. I, I just yeah. need quiet. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not good at it, though. I'm not either, because I, I feel like quiet is wasted time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If it's quiet, I could be learning something right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm the same way. I want to make the most of every mm -hmm. minute. I didn't really think about, you know, quiet might be making the most mm -hmm. of every minute. Yeah. And, you know, and you learn to, oh, I went into this, um, don't believe everything you think. Sunday, you know, because every behavior is based on what we believe. And I thought about that. You know, what we believe is how we behave. So if we're afraid, if we're telling ourselves something scary, if your mind's telling you, mm -hmm. I, I thought about the dentist, actually. <laughs> Dude, I, that's funny. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm there. I, I hate my dentist. No, I don't hate my dentist. I you, hate going to the dentist. Yeah, you don't like yeah, the yeah, I like my dentist. He's a nice guy. But, my mind is telling me this is what's going to happen. They're yeah. going to stick you. Yeah. You're going to, yeah. you know. Stay. <laughs> oh that. my gosh! Stop that! <laughs> I know it's. <laughs> and you know how I get around that? I say IV, baby, IV. <laughs> <laughs> well, pump me full of pump meds, me, baby. And I, Before they would do that, <laughs> this is what I would do at the dentist. Like, I'm going to show how mental I am right now. <laughs> Mentally, in my mind, I would play a round of golf. Okay. While you're laying I, in the chair. Yeah, sitting in the I, chair. Go to, I go okay. to my favorite golf course, which is in California, and I play every shot, every hole. 
<laughs> and I just, I just, I have to go somewhere else because it, I hate it so much. Mm, I do too. I, mm, I don't even want to talk about it. And I have the best dentist in the world, but I, it, I hate it. Mm. Yeah. I, I wish I had, had that, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, man, I'm scared of the, it, what, this is not a podcast about dentists. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, mental. But what you believe, you know, you behave. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I never thought about it that way. All right, let me ask you a question. Okay. This is not on the show notes here, but how does that? Do you feel like it affects naive people worse, or no? I shouldn't say worse, but like more naive. Yeah, I'll, for instance, I'll use myself as an example. Like I'm a naive guy. Like when I was younger, you could have said gullibles on the ceiling, and I'm like, what? You know, I look up. <laughs> you know, and there he is, <clears throat> right. But I'm naive to, and I I'm I want to see the best in everybody, mm-hmm. and that's a I'm trying to do that, and so these thoughts, I want to believe the best in them, and so I start to believe almost every thought, not because they're right or you know they're they're big signs, but mm-hmm. because I want to believe that they're oh that's right you know I I am this way or I did do that so that that must mean I am going to have an outcome of this you know i just wonder if someone like our lead pastor eddie who is me and him talked about this yesterday we're on polar opposites like he Mm -hmm. he doesn't care you know what i mean he knows who he is like he knows what he what he's good at what he's not good at it doesn't matter maybe he should care more i'm I'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. (laughs) but i wonder i wonder if if that that statement or whatever you know is it plays differently on everybody. Like, I, I'm not saying that's true. I just like to see if you'd speak into I th- that. I think, of course it does. I think because you don't know the truth. Mm. I think you're naive if you don't know the truth. That's where the Bible comes in. That's where Scripture comes in. That's how you, Paul takes every thought, every claim, every reason, and he and he makes it obey Christ. In, in other words, yeah. he, it, that's how you know what's true. Right. So would God say you need to believe the best in everyone? Yes. Mm. I'm going to believe the best. I'm going to, even though it may not turn out right, right. still I'm going to. Sort of like the turn the other cheek kind of yeah. concept. Right? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is the struggle for me is, I mean, at 59 years old, right? Um, no, knowing that truth. But that thing that kids said to me waiting for the bus in seventh grade mm. still stays with me and i tend to believe that about myself more than i believe what jesus says about me mm-hmm. and it's just well i can relate like when like my dad kind of was similar in that he came from a very poor background and and you know if you talk down to him he's gonna pin you up against the wall mm-hmm. he says cause that, and that comes that's that's what i have too i think because people talked down to me and treated me such a way that when you come at me, mm-hmm. I'm going to filter it through that. You automatically think. Yeah, it's like a seven-year-old. We talked about that. You filter everything like you're a seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. That's where your mental state is. And you got to say, no, I'm not a seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. I'm a 50-year-old man. I need to right. – I'm smarter than that. But I want to – I do. I, I have to guard that part about me because I get so offensive, so offended mm-hmm. because of my past. Right. And it's a it's a mental thing. It's not that I'm wanting be, I'm not wanting to be that way. It's just I have to know that about me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say think about what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Then you'll know what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think then, you know. I think ultimately, you kind of brought us to Eddie. Eddie brought us to this place when he talked about finances, and you brought us there on Sunday talking about mental health. So much of it really just comes back to trust in the Lord. And mm-hmm. Jesus said, "You can trust me." Yeah, and I think we got to that part where he says, be still, which means in Hebrew, Mm -hmm. still means to let go, release. You have to release those thoughts to God's truth. Mm -hmm. You can't, and we tend to not do that. We tend to think we know better. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know what they did to me, God. Well, yeah, I do, because they did it to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so we we have to always remember that. Uh, I don't want to skip over this one thing, though. No, go ahead. We got... um, this actually just came. I didn't know this was going to go there. 
uh, when it says garb guard your mind against garbage. Yeah. Uh, I did not have any idea that was going to happen. And then I got to analyze our, you know, where we are, children growing up, watching, and and then Eddie brought up, we were playing golf the other day, and uh, just talking, you know, and, uh, and we were talking, somehow TV ratings came up. He said, you know why they have those, don't you? I said, just so you know what's coming? He said, <laughs> he said well, because trauma, like you had when you were a child, it can cause trauma. Like triggers? Triggers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if I'm a 13-year-old and I, like I talked about, son, you see pornography at 13, mm -hmm. physically changes your mind. Something happens to you, mm -hmm. and you see sex the, differently the rest mm -hmm. of your life, and it yeah, will yeah. never change. It's true. You yeah. are, you are, that is where you are. Mm -hmm. And I got to thinking about that. We're not even really paying attention anymore. I mean, we, we have ratings, but I guarantee most people don't even know they're there <clears throat> because we let our children, we do. I think I said this Sunday, after the fifth, 50th F word on the <laughs> show I was watching, yeah. I thought maybe I shouldn't be watching that, you <laughs> know, not judging all yeah. of you that do. Yeah. I get that. I'm not saying yeah. that. We can handle it, right? <laughs> We're mentally capable. We can handle anything. That's a sarcasm if you didn't catch on. <laughs> yeah. But... I got to think, well, God's like, well, you don't have a healthy mind because you're feeding it crap. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. that old saying, garbage yeah. in, garbage out. It is. He's yeah. like, well, I understand you can do whatever you want, Brian. You can watch and read and do mm -hmm. whatever you want. But just know this. It is making a difference in your brain, in mm -hmm. your heart. And it's making a difference in your kids mm -hmm. and your family. Just know that. I'm not, you know, I'm not calling you a big old sinner, which we are anyway, he just saying you need to be aware of what's happening, mm -hmm. and I don't think we are as a culture. Man, we're not aware of it at all, and it really woke me up to that. Maybe I need to pay attention a little bit to the ratings. <laughs> sure, you know, because when your ten year olds watching, I don't know, I don't know if I should give an example, but yeah, and they're they're gonna they're gonna that's who they're gonna be, right? They're gonna grow yeah. up like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to affect them. Well, and I'm, and this is no dig. I know. Oh, here we go. Someone's going to hear this, <laughs> and they'll be like, and my wife included, and probably Kelly Zook. Um, but they watch uh, Real Housewives. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I asked my wife several okay. times. I ask her. I do, and and it's fine. Whatever. If you want to watch that, it's, it's your prerogative. Whatever. But I go how. How do you watch this where you know it's going to be utter chaos and you want that person wants to literally destroy the other person verbally, physically? Like, that's what the whole show is. Then you got like the producer, Andy Cohen or whoever, yeah. and he's like, No, that's why I, I, I built this. Like, yeah, I do this. That's the point. Yeah. On purpose to harm people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't understand that. And. <clears throat> And it's, and, and I don't know if there is an answer to that, but well, it's entertainment for one. Yeah, you know, I get that. There was a show. There was a show on Netflix that was about. It was like a, I can't remember the name of it or whatever, but it was a spoof off of the Real Housewives. But it was all about <laughs> a reality show that the behind the scenes and like two people committed suicide, like. Yeah. Um, it destroyed everything, it destroyed mm. marriages. It did all this stuff because of this reality show. I, I totally believe that the shows do play a part in your mental thinking. 100%. Mm -hmm. I think people ask me or students ask me, my mom took away Call of Duty because she thinks it's causing whatever. I would say there's some truth to it. Yeah. Like my son is a, he, or he was a big gamer and, um, we we kept him away from all those games when he was young or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we were touring one time in the back of the bus, my guitar player. I walked back there, and it's him and my, I don't remember how old, but it was really young, Emerson, and they're just playing Call of Duty. I'm like, what the heck are you doing? Like this, I kept him away from <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. But did it destroy him? No. But did it have some effects on his life? Yes, it did. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's all in... Yeah, and that's 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 where the difficulty comes in. It's like, should we stop that? Right. <laughs> nobody's really saying nobody's going to do that. 
I guess. No, I, I it's a say, it's a money thing. It's, for, it's like, not Brian. You're getting too Baptist. I shouldn't have said that. Should I? That's I mean, okay. You're getting too. It's uh, religious. It's religious. in there. That, that's why we're mental, Brian, because yeah. we grew up Baptist. <laughs> yeah, I love my Baptist friends. I have some. I do too. But I'm getting. You know, I remember back in the day when we had the record burns, where they piled up all oh, the yeah. records and we burn all the rock and roll records. And I, I, I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I think um, I am saying that what we put in changes you yeah, and has affects effects. you. Yeah. So you yeah. need to be aware of that. You know, that's what I'm saying. And 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 you and a lot of the mental issues we're seeing today, I think, are because we've let the door open so wide that kids are are, are just getting so much. I remember going to see a horror movie when I was in the tenth grade. I think it was tenth grade. I've never forgotten it. Me either. Amityville Horror. Oh, dude. <laughs> Every up, I, I can remember sitting in my room staring at the doorknob, and I could have swore <laughs> that thing was turning. Yeah. I'm looking at it. I said, like, it's turning. But it's I can tell. true. It's so yeah, true, though. It is. Especially those that are, they're, they're spirits. It's a whole other podcast. Yeah, like, it's, the, yeah. The, there's a doorway to that realm. No joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you, there are some things that are demonic that that's the point. It's mm-hmm. opening doors so they can get in. And, uh, man, that's a hard... And that's, that's, that's what I called poison Sunday, was pornography and witchcraft and mm-hmm. Satanism and all that stuff that people, when you dab in that, mm-hmm. y- you have a long-term effect. I mean, it's it's going to be there. It's I, a very I think we need thing. to be like Joanna Gaines and just don't watch TV. Yeah. Like, that, you that's know, interesting. <laughs> they don't own a TV. Not at yeah. all. Not one TV do they own. They, and I can they become millionaires because of yeah. TV, but they don't own <laughs> Isn't one. Isn't that funny? That's crazy. Yeah. They didn't. They just recently did a reveal where they had a TV on the wall, and it was for the first time in however many seasons and years they ever did. It. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think there is truth that when there's no TV or something like that, it's it's all. It's a it's a big conversation. You don't know this, but in the in the last episode, I confess that I probably love TV too much because I have so much money invested in them. <laughs> when we were talking about finances, so we're talking about where our money goes. Is you know, it's all about football. Uh, right? uh, yeah, pretty much. Well, your statement here, Brian, what consumes your mind controls your mind. I felt that over the last few weeks, like that's a that's yeah. a huge thing, and and I've allowed it to do that, mm-hmm. and I'm right now trying to figure out. Uh, what what's funny is it was finances. A lot of it was like just sometimes I feel like I'm drowning, yeah. you know, and it got it controlled my mind. <laughs> and then I'm it's like, to get there. I go, God, why why am why am I this way? Why am I thinking about this? Like you've always provided. Like I'm not worried about it, but I am. And and I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's a resource. <laughs> <laughs> and I remembered, oh. Yeah, I put a resource on the the right. message notes that says uh, "anxious about money." Yeah, that's right. And, and you might want to chase. You might want to use the resource that you put out there yeah. to, for this. So yeah, read I said, your own notes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But anyway, it was good. But yeah, I think we talked about the poison and then junk food. You know, which is what we fill our minds with so much stuff we have no room for the truth at all. Mm. I saw, man, you can, everybody's good, Brian. Everybody's head in that room was so big Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you could just see it like this. They like had no heads. room for anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, and I, and it was obvious that we need to make room for God's word and scripture. And wow, that's really good. Is that somewhere? I need you to write. Will you text me that? I I, I might. Yeah. Okay, then I'll that's think, really. I'll good. think about you it. You said that Sunday. I did say that Sunday. <clears throat> oh, yes, man. My head, my head was too big. And what was the other one? Health food. And we talked about how yeah. putting God's word in your. Because I talked about going to Dairy Queen because I love Dairy Queen. I remember that because hey. I was sitting near your your wife when yeah. you made that comment. It was pretty funny. Hey, listen, I won a I won a big battle last night. By the way, <laughs> um, with your I, wife or just in no, general? just in, in in my mind, in my mind. Oh, gotcha. Okay, listen to this. I went to the kids' Bible study last night. Oh yeah, students. Yeah. I promise you, this is on point. Okay. And and I'm like, I hope Lily rides home with Lindsay and them so I can go by Dairy Queen by myself <laughs> and nobody will know it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'd already made plans, man. And so she did. She rode with Lindsay. So I'm, I'm riding by myself on the way home. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get some Dairy Queen and nobody's going to know it. I get up, I get right to Dairy Queen and their lines all the way out to the road. Uh. 
<laughs> and it's like God saying, you need a coffee. Oh. You don't need that. So I went and got coffee at Starbucks, which I got a uh, just cold brew with just heavy cream. So I won the mental battle. Not on purpose, Good but job, I did man. win. <laughs> I, I did <laughs> nice win. Nice work. But anyway. I like it. Hey, for me, that's a mental battle every day. What I'm, yeah. you know, what I'm going to eat and, and I'm not how I'm going to eat, it. and I'm terrible at it. I'm um, too, <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying um, because swimsuit season is coming. It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. Probably shouldn't joke about that, not, but not going to fit in that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Brian, you you spent quite a bit of time on. Uh, in Psalm 139, where uh, David says that he's fearfully and wonderfully made, and I, there's there's so many, you know, things that influence this, but but that's really one of the core issues is is us seeing God, uh, seeing ourselves as God sees us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's how I dealt with, you know, my mental issues. This is just the one thing that that I learned young that I was. I actually had some people ask me about that this week. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I had people actually text me and say, what does fearfully mean? You know, like God's afraid. I said, no, it means he knows every intimate detail of your life. Mm-hmm. He And he sees you. I think I heard it put this way. It's like when you, uh, if you've had a child and you're holding that baby for the first time mm-hmm. and you're just looking at it and you're just like, I'm, I'm just amazed at the detail and how mm-hmm. beautiful this is and I made that. Mm-hmm. That's the way God sees us, that we're, we're, he knows everything about us, you know, and, it, and it's that detail that I know and believe. And that's why I say that every morning. For me, I say that. That's part of my routine. <clears throat> I told the story Sunday. I sang the song. Yeah. I won't sing it again. Oh, but, man. Lord, it's hard to oh, be <laughs> humble. <laughs> I will. When you're perfect in every way. He said, I, no, I okay, I will. I can't wait to look in the mirror. This is yeah. what I do, Lily, on Sunday. On, every morning I did this morning, and she's like, oh, my gosh, Daddy. That was so she's, good. She just rolls her eyes. When I say, what are you? She said, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I say, I know you are. But that for me, that's an example of how I apply the truth. It's a fun way, but. It reminds me every day. It just puts it in your mind, you know, mm-hmm. and a song kind of helps me. It's a very arrogant song. <laughs> I don't it, know that know. this is correct, okay? So I'd have to do some research. But I was just thinking, in, in Scripture where it says, like, fear the Lord, it, it's meaning mm-hmm. respect. Respect, yeah. So this potentially could be more of, like, res- him respecting and valuing mm-hmm. you. You are yeah. respected. You are mm-hmm. valued. You are treasured. Mm-hmm. In in a lot of ways, that I think I think you part. can find some context to that with because da- David wrote it, mm-hmm. and I think if there's, there's tons of information on that online mm-hmm. uh, about how the fear of God, mm-hmm. uh, the honoring, and yeah, you know, I think that's a great point. But for me, for me, I'll say these. I know we're getting close, but the two things I wanted people to get Sunday was well, three things. But the one thing is apply it. First of all, you pick a verse. Pick something. Mm-hmm. This is just simple, simple way to apply uh, to your mind, to your life. And then, um, what was the second thing? <laughs> I forgot. Pick a verse and then find a creative way to do that every day mm-hmm. and yeah. renew your mind every day. You know, and that's that's say it every day. Make it part of your life. That's good. You know, and it, it it was an incredible day. And we know at, at least two people met Jesus. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but there were all kinds of other uh, victories and and people praying and uh, I think getting victory over this and uh, it, it was incredible. God used it in an amazing way. Yeah, and I think it's something we need to continue the conversation. You know, it's not something that we can just. It was so much to just try to do in one day. Well, it is a series. I feel like it. Yeah, need, there needs to be a. A box, you know, yeah. that it, there's a few things in there because mm-hmm. it's hard to talk about everything. You struggled with that. You even said, "Yes, like I, I need to take something out because of time, but I don't, I don't know what to take out. Like yeah. I don't know how to." I look back on it now, and I know what <clears throat> I'd take out now, probably, <laughs> because I, I was surprised how much this one verse, just fearfully and wonderfully made, connected with people. Yeah, but it's just a part of that, you know. <clears throat> 
going back to that renewing of your mind daily and not and i think i think i used the verse i don't know if you used the one here but he said not to reason or claim hmm. you know yeah I, I destroy destroy every claim and reason right. i love that because we try to reason everything we can to justify mm-hmm. what our mind is telling us right you know we 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 talk about you know, I have a right to feel this way, or mm-hmm. you know, I'm mad because he did this. But you know, you need to really base everything up against the truth of God. You, every, every, if you want to know the truth, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see what God says about it. I mean, I've even tried to reason that verse out. Hey, David, that's easy for you to say. Yeah, I mean, you're you're the the shepherd, warrior, king. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, this just from a a human perspective like David had it all right mm-hmm. like oh yeah it's easy for you to say David but yeah I don't feel that way about me you yeah. know and I think that 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 again that what are you thinking about yeah you know it's mm. it's incredible yeah and it come down to that the last thing for me the the most important thing you could know it's what Paul said is that everyone's missing that they need to know Jesus yeah you need to know Christ that that is the most that's where you get your 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 power, where you get your your peace, is knowing Him personally. Well, I can't imagine the thoughts that I think, that mm-hmm. and the voices that tell me who I, who they think that, that I am, what that would be like without having the grace of God, that I know and the hope yeah. of Jesus. Yeah, like the forgiveness. Prime example, when my past comes back up in my head and said, mm-hmm. "Hey, you remember this is actually who you are." Well, no, I'm I'm gonna call BC on that one, you know, or whatever, <laughs> yeah. like bullcrap yeah. on that, you know, yeah. because as far as the east is from the west, which is infinite, you know, what yeah. I mean, like you, you're you're not that because Jesus says that you are forgiven. Yeah, Jesus says that's what I died for. That's what I came mm-hmm. for. You are a new creation. Mm-hmm. So go live that. You are renewed and transformed. Right. You're not that person. So people without mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no wonder there's suicides. Mm-hmm. No wonder there's. Well, then yeah. I don't know what I'm living for because it, these voices and all that. I have nothing left. I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine what you just said. You have to have Jesus in your life, really. And when too. you're separated from God, you're never going to feel that void. No. You're never. And we, and you can see people every day trying to find that answer, mm. and they're, they're never going to. Yeah, I mean, if you know Jesus. if you depend on the wisdom of the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I look at the world now, all I see is confusion. Yeah. So how yeah. how do how do they reconcile their mind? How do they reconcile their thoughts? Like when they change the rules on you every day, if if you don't have the the just the consistency that a relationship with Jesus brings, and those truths that you mentioned, Chase, I don't yeah. know how people do it. I know. Well, it's going to be self centered. Like it's going to come back to them and how it affects them and, and mm-hmm. who. Yeah. Who cares what anyone else thinks? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who cares what happens to the world? Who cares what happens to my neighbor? Who, who cares? It's about yeah. me. You know, there's their family. You know, if you're a mom or a dad or something like that and you have kids, there's going to be a connection there. But that doesn't ultimately do anything for you. I don't know. There's That's a whole nother Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a lot to talk you have about. To have Again, we literally could talk about this all yeah. day for yeah. sure. You guys have any final thoughts before we uh, close this one up? Mm. I would say that there's not a uh, one-stop-fix-all kind of mm-hmm. ordeal for this. And if you struggle with it, A, counseling is huge um, of some sort. You know, I have a buddy in Florida that I pick up the phone who's a licensed therapist, and he's a counselor. And I talked to him, you know, a while back. I talked to him once a week, and now it's probably once a month. Um, I love that guy because he just he lets me li- – he just listens, lets me talk. And then he gives me some great biblical thoughts. So find find a counselor, find mm-hmm. something. But then also, for me, I it's a daily daily thing where I put on righteousness. I put on grace. I put on truth, but I also mm-hmm. put on mercy and forgiveness. Yeah. And I'm reminding myself on the daily, hourly, whatever, mm-hmm. whose I am and and who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I, because it, I know the voices are coming. Like yeah. it's now yeah. it's it's a maturity thing where I go, no, I know that voice. Get out. Like we're done with that. You know. So every day you're gonna have to make a choice. Yeah. The choice is yours, you make it. Yeah. 
I mean, I got so many things, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I agree with all that, Chase. I think, you know, you know, every time I, I have this song in my head, it will not go away. Not the song I was singing earlier, but you know, you ever have a song in your head, it just will not yeah. go away. Yeah. Well, you need to make scripture like that. You need to find songs yeah. that can do mm-hmm. that. You know, worship songs. I love them. They have scripture in them. They can really drive that into your mental and it becomes yeah. part of what you're thinking and it, it, will, it will transform you you may not feel like it but it is a it's a habit you have to you have to make mental health a habit every day every morning yeah it's not something you're going to win completely but mm-hmm. you can control it if you put some habits in your life so I would suggest you, you know, find find a scripture, find a study, Bible study, find a devotion, find someone to talk to, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and and someone you can actually speak your mind to, and they can help you think, you know. Again, think about what you're thinking about, and learn to th- make that a habit. Um, uh, what's cool is this coming Sunday, which I don't mm-hmm. know when you're listening to this, but um, this is the third week of the Garden series coming up. I'm talking about spiritual habits, and I'm talking mm-hmm. about a life without those, what that looks like, and being a lukewarm Christian. So a lot of lukewarm Christians don't have spiritual habits. Right. And so yeah. um, that's a good, what you just said is great for this coming week. Yeah, that's a that's going to be awesome this week. I can't wait. You know, that that spiritual habit, if, if we make a spiritual habit like I've tried to do with Scripture, I'm not great at it. <laughs> that's why I had to put it on the wall or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it does transform you. Kids' music, believe it or not, mm-hmm. kids' music, especially nowadays, yeah, has a great. There's so many times that I'm I have it on in the car, and I'll sing it all day long, yeah, because yeah. I let my kids listen to it that morning. But I, it's scripture verses, uh, and it's catchy. Yeah. So uh, we have tons of resources at the church for yeah. kids' music that will help you do that as well. Yeah, yeah, tons of resources, and we'd love to help y'all uh, if we can. And if you're in the upstate, hey, join us Sunday for part three of Gardens. And uh, you can always join us online at marathonchurch.org. Thanks again for listening to the Marathon Church podcast. Please subscribe, leave a review, preferably five stars. Give us a rating and uh, download our app at the Apple Store or Google Play. It's the best way to keep up with everything going on here at Marathon. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time.